0: Okay, we are in Sefer Zecharia, Peret Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, Vayareni Es Yehoshua Hakohen Hagadol. And so, in Peret Gimel, we're going to see a departure in the timeline of the Nevuos of Zechariah. We have seen that the first two are capable of interpretation as being Achris Hayomim, in the days of the Mashiach. Perak Gimel focuses a Nebuah directly now, now being the construction of the bias shani. That doesn't mean it's going to be less esoteric, that it's going to be less convoluted, less confusing, but at least it is set in the time of the building of Bayes Cheney. And what it involves, it's very interesting because nothing gave the movement to build Bayes Cheney more credibility than the appointment of the two leaders, one political, one religious. Zubavel, the political leader, was a direct descendant of Malchus Beis David, It doesn't get better than that genealogically. He is of a perfect pedigree and it lent a legitimacy and an immediacy to the return to Yerushalayim to build the temple. Similarly, Yoshua ben Yehoshua was the son of the last Kohen Gadol of Bias Rishon. And so that too lends a continuity, lends a, a respectability to the movement and was a great factor in uniting many people in Bavel to go back and rebuild the temple. Now we're going to see that a person or individual no less than the Sutan himself is going to come and accuse Yoshua ben Yosadok, undermine his credibility, and stage, as it were, a trial as to his uh, viability as the Kohen Godal. To be fair, there is some underlying legitimacy to what the Satan is claiming. Basically, we have learned in Masech to Sanhedrin, that two of the sons of Yoshua ben Yosodok married women who were not appropriate for Kohanim to take his wives. Some say they were nochriot, some say they certainly were uh, divorcees maybe, but they were inappropriate and that the accusation is that he did nothing, Yoshua HaKohen Gadol, to stop them, to rebuke them. So that is what the Kohen uh, Gadol is being accused of. So we begin. He is standing, says Zechariah, before a malach Hashem, and the Satan is standing at his right to prosecute him. It is most interesting because this is one of the only things Three times does the satan appear as a character in Tanakh. One is, you will recall in Melachim when King David conducts a totally unauthorized census before a war that gets him into a very difficult punishment. And in Divrei Hayamim, describes as the satan comes to prosecute it. Secondly, in Yitzh HaShem, we will learn in EOV that the Kaddish Baruch Hu meets the satan, asks him what he's been up to, and tells him, tells the satan, have you checked out my EOV, who is a tzaddik, an unbelievable tzaddik. The satan says, He's only a tzaddik because it profits him to be a tzaddik. If it were challenging to him or if he were not being rewarded, he would not be the tzaddik we're claiming he is. Let me test him. That's the second time. And now the satan attacking the credibility of Yoshua Kohen Gadol. Interestingly as well is that a satan a yimino The satan is standing to the right. We know that the Yetzer hatov of man stands to the right. The satan, the yechsherah, is to the left. Why is the satan standing to the right? The Mufarshim answer: There are times when the yechsherah, or in this case the satan, gets frustrated with his inability to get the individual to sin. So what he does is disguise himself as he's bringing a mitzvah, as he's doing something good for the person, and therefore he is standing here on his right. So you have like a courtroom tableau. Vayom HaRashem And the Kaddish Baruch Hu says to the Satan, it's really Zechariah speaking to the Satan, and he says in the Kaddish Baruch Hu's name, Yigar Hasatan. The the Baruch who should rebuke you, should throw you out. But the one who has now chosen Yerushalayim as the center of where his will reside, should absolutely reject what you're saying. Haloze Ud Mutzal Meish is not the man you are accusing like a Firebrand, a surviving thing from the fire, that's been plucked out of the fire. And what we're referring to here is again in Aggadah in Sanhedrin, where there were two false prophets. They were terrible, evil men, adulterers, and that what they did was they approached Nebuchadnezzar's daughter, guys, you know, rabbis and teachers, and attempted to serially seduce her. She tells her father, Nebuchadnezzar says he doesn't believe the Jews' real prophets would do this. He summons them, tries them, and senses them to die in the furnace. They can take a third person, anyone they want, and they pick Yoshua ben Yotza thinking perhaps his schuyos might save him. They are thrown into the fire, and as you would expect, Yoshua ben Yotza isn't even singed. The other two die. So what Zechariah is saying, how dare... You, the sultan, attack a man of this quality, a man of this Sidkis with what you are saying. Then, what Zechariah does, the Yoshua haYola the Omed Yoshua is wearing soiled garments of the kahuna, standing before an angel. This could be another angel in the prophecy. And the metaphor of that uh, as Rashi says he's being punished what the satan was saying is there is a problem with his sons marrying women inappropriate for a kohen to marry and the soiled clothing is a metaphor as Rashi says he's being punished that he didn't even um, contest with them or discipline them for what they had done. So apparently he had done something, and now the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, el He says to the angels before them, more, ha'siru Take these soiled garments, May love, from off of him, by Yomare love and say Revarti Meolecha Avonecha the Halbeshitha I am taking away these soiled garments that are metaphorical for your sin, and am now clothing you in the big day kahuna that are appropriate for your stature as the Kohen Godel. Therefore, the Omar yosimut Sanif and now I said, says Zechariah, or the, Kohen, the um, Malach said, now put on him a tz'nif, the uh, hat, the kova that the Kohen wore, that completes the outfit, Al-Rosho, the Yosimu Snif HaTzohar Al-Rosho, he is now totally purified by Al-Bishu, Bigodim, Um, Umalach Hashem Omed, and the um, malachim supervise the stripping of the old, the putting on of the entire uh, vestments, as Rashi says, the hat indicate, putting on that hat of the kahuna is bikashti rachamimolav, I have asked for compassion for him in other words an, there isn't really a trial it's like understood that the underlying grievance the Satan is allegedly bringing has truth to it he did stand by and do nothing when his sons uh, defiled their own kahuna by inappropriate marriages some Forshim say that what they actually, what they did was not contemporary now. They did it generations later. And so that in all fairness, Yeshua did not know, had no way of knowing. And so, yes, he might have been totally innocent of what the Satan is saying. But in any case, he is forgiven. He is stripped of his clothing, put on new Big Day Kahuna. Vayod Malach Hashem B'Yoshua Leimor. And the Malach now, Yod, gives him commandment or direction what he must do now, Yoshua. Ko Amar Hashem Imbijar Hai if you go in my ways, Vimis tishmor, you follow my statutes and laws. Vagama Tatines Basi, you administer justice to my house, the justice of my house is the Besamikdash. Vagam Tishmore Eschatsari, you guard the sanctity of the courtyards of the Besamikdash, Venasatsi Lachame Hokim Bainho Omdim Haila. I will give you the ability to walk among these who are standing, referring to the Malachim. And what the mephorshim say is that the angels have to remain stationary. Angels don't move about. But man has that superior power to move. He's got mobility. I am going to give you that mobility that you will not be stationary and unmoving like the angels. Shvan Yoshua, Listen to me, Yoshua HaKohin <speaking> HaGadol. Atza V'reecha <Hebrew> HaYoshim Lefonecha, You and your companions who sit before you. Ki anshoi Mofei hemo They too are men of miracles. Ki hininim Mevi Es Avdi Tzemach. And I am bringing my servant Tzemach. So, let us see who we are talking about. We know that the three men are Michal and Azaria, and uh, Michal, Azaria, Machalad, and um, these were the three that Nebuchadnezzar had thrown into the cauldron and was saved so they are on Shemophase. they are deserving of miracles themselves because of their Sidkas. Um, however what they did was immediately went to israel from Babel, aligned themselves with Yoshua ben yo as his talmidim to learn torah so he says these three they're on in themselves. And I am bringing my servant Semach. Semach usually means a sprout. Tzmi Chastovit. The so meforshim Semach here could mean Zubovel. That at this point, Zubovel is a Semach, a sprout. He's a little known. But I will bring him and make him great. He will become the leader of Bnei Yisrael. He will become the. Um, harbinger of the Beis the Malchus Beis and the Mashiach Semach could be as we say through Babel it could also be a metaphor for uh, the Mashiach by the way just one correction it's Mishael Michal and Azariah are the three um, who were saved from the furnace so the Radak says that Semach is the Mashiach moreover you take the gematria that the uh, name of the Mashiach is Menachem we have as a uh, parish Menachem in gematria is 38 which is equal to Tzemach so you take Tzemach could be a matured Zubavel Tzemach could be the Mashiach himself continues the Navi ha even al even ahas shiva the even the foundation stone that we built that we begin to build the temple i will put as if seven eyes upon it guarding it and all the foundations of the temple says the Kaddish Baruch Hu. seven could mean just so many Acts of Shmira, of guarding that the Kaddish Baruch Hu will do. Others say, um, Radak, that it's the seven great Nevi'im who will oversee this by Yeshani, specifically Yoshua, Ezra, Shubavel, Um Nechemya, Chagai, Zechariah, and Malachi, that these are the seven who will guard the temple. I will put them, and it will be eternal watching. In um, petucha, I will remove. What I will do is in put that engraved adornment over it. The openings, the lintels, the doorways. I will erase the sins of Israel In one day, the sin. The unfortunate thing that we're discussing is that. They were so refusing of coming back to build the Bayesheni. They delayed, they stole, they refused. I will forgive them that album. Um Although many Meforshim insist that their failure to move immediately when the word was given by, by Koresh ended any potential for Meshichus at that moment. In other words, initially there was the thought that this would bring about the Mashiach. They were punished for that because of their lack of um, alacrity in leaving Bavel. Concludes the Navi, On that day, and that day doesn't necessarily mean, you know, Zman HaMashiach, that day could mean as... Um, one of the commentators says, that day that the temple is built, the second one, Yelachem Sholom Godal Godol, you will have great prosperity, you will have great tranquility and peace, and so that on that day U each person will call out in friendship to his neighbor underneath his grapevine, underneath his fig tree, there will be friendship and sharing and great prosperity. Now, in Mirza Hashem, tomorrow, 8.45, we will see why this part and Perak dalid is the mafter we read on Shabbos bahalosha as well as Shabbos Hanukkah. 8 Eight forty five AM tomorrow. Be there. You will not want to miss it.